This episode is brought to you by Shuggies. Shuggies is on a mission to sweeten people's lives and create little moments of happiness and joy every day. Isn't that nice? That's so nice. <laughs> so Shuggies is infused cane sugar and infused agave nectar. And you can use Shuggies wherever you would want something to be a little sweeter, like stir it into your coffee in the morning or brew up a batch of lemonade on a hot summer afternoon. That sounds so refreshing. Mm-hmm. I would use it in baking. Oh, what would you make? Right now, I'm kind of into snickerdoodles, if I'm going to be honest. I, I feel like they're the... Them. Yeah, right? Like nobody remembers them. And every time I see one, I'm so pleased. So I'm trying to find a really good snickerdoodle recipe right now. Yeah, make a fat snickerdoodle and put some shuggies on it and call it a shuggy doodle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Check them out at shuggies.com. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S.com. Or find them on Instagram at that shuggies feeling. Yeah, that shuggies feeling. I want that feeling all the time. Yeah, elevate your everyday with shuggies. Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? Life is beautiful. Hell yeah. Right? Yep. How was your time? Uh, I'm still coming down. <laughs> <laughs> like an angel falling to earth? I guess. Yeah, I felt pretty angelic up there. Right? Yeah. I, we Everybody there was glowing. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everybody. This is a podcast about cannabis culture, cooking, calling shit out, comedy, um, I guess Molly. <laughs> yeah, and mushrooms. <laughs> and mushrooms. Uh-huh. And music. Uh-huh. A lot of M's in this app. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. It's been an amazing few weeks. Like, I feel like I'm just returning to LA from an, uh, a trip to outer space. Yeah, yeah. Well, Vegas is fucking outer space. Holy smokes. By the way, congrats what? to everyone who stormed Area 51 this week. Oh my gosh, everyone was there in tinfoil hats. Paul Oakenfold showed up. <laughs> I was like, what's... I mean, he's arguably... Like, well, he is DJ royalty. Yes. And he showed up to DJ because he believes in aliens. Right? Yeah. He went to Area 51 and set up his booth and like played his set. Fucking cool. Tight. (laughs) (laughs) Aliens are tight. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Vegas is Area 51 for me. Yeah. It it is like, I I do feel like I get abducted every time I go. You know, I never liked going to Las Vegas until uh, I went to Life is Beautiful three years ago and ran around with you and had the best time. Or two years ago. Yeah. That was the first time I'd ever like really understood how you can have a great time in Vegas because all of a sudden I was like, oh, there's like music and fun things to do and I'm here with fun people and we were like getting on Ferris wheels and having a great time and yeah, that was the first time I really liked Vegas. I think the key to Vegas is saying yes. Mm -hmm. It's saying yes and then it's also pushing yourself to not stay inside all day. Definitely not staying inside. Get out of the casinos. Get out into the like I, late September, gorgeous weather at night. It gets just cool enough, but you're still comfortable. And I don't know, all of the sparkly lights and everything that were just like pleasantly enhanced by the uh, psychedelics that I ingested. It was like a beautiful runaround time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I already know this episode is going to be all over the place. Oh my God. Because I'm going to be straight up. I'm a little late up right now. You're a little what? Eight up. Eight up. Yeah, why was six afraid of seven? Because seven was eight up. I feel eight up. 
Okay. Does that? Do you know what ADOP means? No. Like, I feel like I did drugs all weekend and didn't sleep at all? Uh, yes. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Also, we landed back in LA and I feel like I hit the ground running and have been accelerating all day and ramping up into all the things that are happening. Agreed. So it felt like the plane touched the ground and then accelerated again. (laughs) It was like, right up into this like insane time. So can we break down for everybody listening what Life is Beautiful is, what our history with it is, and then dive into the Molly music and mayhem? Yeah, but uh, well, first I have, we have news and stuff too. Do you want to do Life is Beautiful first? Yeah. Okay. It's, I'm just feeling it. Okay. My, yeah. Let's I'm hear I'm it. really, You're I just. earnest? I feel earnest and I feel open and I just had such a great time with you. And I think a big part of doing this podcast for me is connecting with everybody who's listening and resetting and reconnecting and connecting deeper with you because we work really, everybody works so hard all the time. And Mm -hmm. if you don't take those breaks to just blow in your brain's cartridge, reset the life, fill the pitcher, fill the fucking pitcher, Mm. you burn out. And boy, oh boy, I feel refueled and so happy right now. Good. That's really cool. (laughs) Thank you. So I'd really love to just share a little bit about Life is Beautiful before we get into the news and everything else. Okay. So we met two years ago. Mary Jane was working at High Times. Mm-hmm. I came in. I don't even remember why I came in. Uh, I was so I had actually just gotten back from Greece. You and I had met at High Times, and you were doing like crazy fucking videos. And I was introduced to you, and but we didn't really know each other, and we like had lunch. And I just came back from Greece, and I'd had this incredible trip, and I had a work weekend at Life Is Beautiful in Las Vegas lined up, and I was like, it'll be fun to ask this person who I think could be a really good friend to come with me while I'm working, and like hopefully enjoy the the runaround yeah yeah and so in the middle of the high times office us not knowing each other you said do you want to go to this three-day festival called life is beautiful in vegas with me and i go okay <laughs> and and then it was one of those things where as soon as i said okay i go oh my god yeah i usually say no and then think about it and say yes i would usually never ask <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> what a magical oh so today's episode is about our origin story yeah love it that's right so i meet you in life is at life is beautiful two years ago yep and i remember you were running the entire high times vip which was this parking garage that they turned into this electric disco carnival kind of a vibe yeah and i showed up with two tall boys in cold my beer. hands oh my ice God. cold beers yep said thank you so much for inviting me thank you so much for the plug on ticket and hotel and everything else mm-hmm. and you started drinking a beer while on your shift and i was like oh we're gonna have the best time <laughs> yeah i was at a music festival and you handed me a cold beer what am i gonna do say no i can't come on <laughs> Sorry, working. Yeah, sorry, I can't uh, have this beer and smoke this joint because I'm, no, what are you doing? Come on. (laughs) Yeah. And we had the best time. We had the best time. I remember like just getting a moment to actually leave the booth because we were working with Kevin and Allison. Remember Allison who had just lost her laptop or had her laptop stolen? I do. There was like a moment of drama and then all of a sudden we managed to recover and Kevin was like, I've got this, I'll run the booth, you go run around. And we like walked out and I think the sun was descending. It was kind of magic hour. There was a Ferris wheel. We got on the Ferris wheel. And I was like, oh, this is just going to be a good weekend. Like I'm connecting with you on on like on a cool level where I just felt like like I felt really um, like the possibilities were endless. Yes. That's you know, exactly. well, I mean, what are we in some kind of romantic movie where the first time we <laughs> kick it is as the sun goes down as during a Ferris wheel while two chains plays? Yeah, like, absolutely. That's <laughs> That's exactly it. That's they write that into indie films by the Duplass brothers. They don't have that actually come true. 
<laughs> oh man, it was so that first year was. I don't remember a whole lot of it because so much of it was working. I do remember watching uh, a couple having a fight with you, and you and I were like really far away from it, and you and I narrated it as though we were the people having the fight, and it was such a fun bit to do because it was clearly so ridiculous that like they were both like rolling and just in some bizarre argument that made no sense. And at one point, he somersaulted backwards to get, <laughs> to get out, out of, of it. The conversation. <laughs> They were both sitting on the grass and he just did this like flipped his legs over his left shoulder and stood up and was like, I'm out of here. It was so fun. It was so funny and fun and silly. Oh my God. It was, and I totally got it. I was like, yeah, dude, get out of there because she is not going to let this go. Mm-mm. Whatever it is that you did. Yeah. But And what a boss way to, to exit. <laughs> it was right? pretty Most cool. people would have like stood up and been like, ah. Uh, <laughs> instead he's like yo i got a really cool way to do this if anyone's looking at me it was so fun and then we saw the gorillas and that was yeah, magic it was fucking amazing and muse yep muse was the uns the secret uh band yeah. that i was like oh i get it now i yep. get why muse is the shit it's an anthem like you want to put your fist in the air and shout out with them yeah yeah no one's gonna take me alive oh, it was so good it is like a rolling stampede mm-hmm. when you hear them like dum, 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 yeah. dum, dum, dum. and then last year i i don't know it's all kind of blended into oh i remember the story from last year okay because if you're listening obviously this is something we really look forward to doing annually and we feel like if we work really hard this is a very special weekend that we can celebrate together all of our hard work, mm-hmm. um, the connections we've made, the things that we've created. And, and finding new things and find to new celebrate, things. which we totally did this time. We did. Fuck yes. So second year, you had to go to New York oh in the gosh. middle of it yeah. so that you could lock yourself outside on a roof and almost missed your flight back to Vegas. I had to go back to New York because a friend of mine had passed away. And so it was a really crazy thing to go to Life is Beautiful with you and then hop a flight and go and make sure that I was with my friends at that important time. And um, in sort of, yeah, a cosmic joke, I did get locked out on a rooftop, which my friend Matt would have like loved and laughed at uh, as I was trying to get back to the airport to catch my flight. It was to- I was like, is this how this ends? I just never get did back to Did the cops get you off the the roof i called the <laughs> i called 911 on myself and they were like yeah we're sorry ma'am that is just not a priority for us <laughs> in brooklyn on saturday on a saturday night uh we might be able to get to you in a few hours and i was like so i actually jumped up and down on my friend raya's rooftop until i woke up raya and her neighbor and um she came up to let me in and i made my flight but um, unbelievable yeah it was a wild 24-hour turnaround for sure and then i got back to life is beautiful and yeah, we had the third day where we saw um, Arcade Fire. Yeah. Where I was um, really high and so enjoying it, rolling really hard, and um, was just so like in it. And there was the colors and the lights and all. And then it, something shifted. And I just remember turning to you and being like, oh my God, what band is this? And you were like, it's still Arcade Fire. <laughs> it's just a different song. And I was like, oh, they're really great. <laughs> It was um, pretty great. Actually, thank you for going to Life is Beautiful with me and still working really hard to make it to your friend's funeral to have that closure and be with the people that you needed to be with at that time and then still come back to Vegas. That really means a lot. It felt like a um, an interesting choice because I knew that I didn't want to miss the thing that you and I had been preparing for and looking forward to so much, but also I couldn't possibly not go to... Um, Matt's celebration and so to be able to do both felt right on both counts like it felt right and I knew that Matt was like the most fun and wanted to party all night long and dance all night long so my going back to life is beautiful then felt like a great way to sort of remember
remember him as I danced and sang because he was a really great person. So, uh, yeah, it's all right. Shout out to your boy, Matt. Yeah. That's really sweet. I miss him a lot. That's also what Life is Beautiful is about. Yeah, it is. Celebrating, you know, you know everything. And that last one was the first time we ever went to Nacho Mama. Nacho Daddy. No, oh, <laughs> But they should open up a sister restaurant called Nacho Mama. That's great. (laughs) Nacho Daddy, which has become our de facto home at two in the morning. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that we don't do right in Vegas is we just don't eat all day. And then we go eat two huge things of vegan nachos and a quesadilla at two in the morning and then be like... I think I hit a wall. Yeah. I feel the wall coming. Oh, there it is. Oh, I hit it. (laughs) All of that leads up to this year. Yeah. Which was one of the most magical times of my life. Wow. That's cool. It was for me too. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. This was one of the most well-planned, well-executed, done-right experiences I've ever been a part of, ever. Wow. Okay. MJG. Say more. Okay. Ooh, taking a little page from our episode with Alexis Novak. Mm-hmm. Say more. I love that. Say more. For me, downtown Vegas is magic. I love Mad Max Fury Road. I love chaos. I love that everybody is doing their own thing, but everybody is there to support each other. And to me, that's what the best part of this one was about, was everybody we ran into wanted to take a picture or asked us to take their picture. And they were like, now we'll take your picture. And then we start doing like photo shoots and modeling in front of, uh, sorry, I hit the table, in the middle of the street and everyone's walking around us. There was one moment where we were taking pictures of these four, like 18 year olds. And I was like, okay, now show me envy. Yes. Okay. Now show me that you're mad at him and she's mad at you and you're in the middle and you're like, oops. Like, okay, now show me sitcom photo. And they would all cross their arms and go back to back. And it was so great. And they were like, all right, that was a good shoot. What do you got? And then they started giving us direction. And then you were like, kick up your leg. And you thought, No, it was because you, at one point, one of them, like, there were, like, there was a girl in the middle of that group, and they were like, kick up your leg, and she kicked up her leg, and the guys kind of, like, hoisted her, like, it was a cheerleading move, Yeah. and then when it was your, when it was our turn, one of them was like, kick up your leg, and they expected me to do that, and instead, you kicked up your leg, Right. and the girl goes, I think my ovaries just exploded, like, it was (laughs) so great, because she was, it was so unexpected to see you, like, the dude assume that role, it was, like, really funny, she thought it was really hot, and then another girl walking by was like, mine too, <laughs> Exploding ovaries everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And the pictures are really fun and silly and great. They are really great. And yeah. the music was tremendous. Uh, top to bottom, I learned a lot about a lot of new artists that I hadn't really fucked with before. I learned something about an artist that I already knew because he didn't show up this time. And the last time I also saw him, he didn't fucking show up. Who are you going to say fuck you to? Lil Wayne, yo. Lil Wayne was at the Cannabis Cup at San Bernardino, one of the last Cannabis Cups I ever worked, and he played one song and then dropped the mic and walked off stage and just disappeared into the night in his Escalade. And uh, everyone was really excited. He was headliner Saturday night at Life is Beautiful. And we were there, like, like right up next to the stage, so excited to see him. And his, like, hype man came out, and there was, like, that sound, and the lights flashed, and then there was, like, 10 minutes of silence. And then the notice came up on the screen saying, we're sorry for the inconvenience, Lil Wayne will not be appearing tonight. And instead, um, Wayne Newton showed up and played with the Black Keys. But we didn't see that part because we left and went and saw someone else. So I don't care up, about Lil Wayne. Yeah, I don't. also don't really care about Wayne Newton. I think it's fucking cool that he showed up, actually. He's a Vegas legend, so oh, shout out. He's Wayne. from Vegas? Wayne Newton, dude. 
I only know him from a movie. Yeah, he's a Vegas legend. He's like Tom Jones level of like fucking amazing. That's who I'm thinking of is Tom Jones. Yeah, he's that level though. Yes, like it's like any of those guys, like you know Donny Osmond or Tom Jones. Yeah, it's pretty. He's the king of Vegas. Carrot Top. No, (laughs) Wayne Newton showed up. David Copperfield. No, it's anyway. We can cut that part out. No, let's keep it in. <laughs> Wayne Newton's fucking cool. We're and not you, editing this out. If you don't know who he is, then you should look him up because he's old school, he's real deal, and he showed up to like save the day. That's very fucking cool. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Well, we didn't see it because we left, but I read about it afterwards and everyone was like, yo, Wayne Newton stepped in to fill the void. Not at all what we were hoping for, but thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. what a fucking hero. I take back everything I just said. Yeah, I didn't You crossed know. your mind's arms against Wayne Newton and I don't like that. Uncross, please. I will uncross my mind's arms. Thank you. Well, thank you for putting me on blast. <laughs> um, we did see some very great acts, though. Oh, my God. Okay. Vampire Weekend. Yeah. One of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. If you have a chance to see Vampire Weekend live, mm-hmm. strap the fuck in, because your seatbelt's still going to fall off. Holy yeah. shit. It was, I mean, having just seen David Crosby and Friends perform at that level of complete you know absolute like you don't they don't need to say anything they just need to play and you fucking understand it on every level from your cellular level to the intellect it's like it affects all of your levels all of your chakras that's what vampire weekend felt like to me like there was no point when they stopped to tell us anything or to ask us to do anything like put our hands anywhere or (laughs) up down yeah or ask us any questions like how you doing tonight it was none it was just a seven piece fucking band on stage all working in this unbelievable like you know some of the levels of the shit that they were doing blew your fucking mind and yeah it it felt fucking magical and the mushrooms were a perfect boost for like all of the visuals and the music to like really sink into my bones i don't know yeah the mushrooms were helped me pay attention Mm. because i know when i'm not i know i know if i'm just sober me i'm too addicted to my phone Mm. i'm too wondering what else is going on what am i missing you know i'm not as present and mushrooms really helped me just keep my feet on the ground and be somewhere. Yeah. And that really did make a difference for Vampire Weekend to just stand there with you and be, have a barrage of talent wash over me for a fucking hour. Yeah. And I didn't take a single picture. That's actually kind of how I know how incredible the weekend was because I kept saying to myself, I need to document this. I need to take more pictures. Like I got my hair done in this really cool, like triple braid with gold glitter at this braid bar and VIP and didn't take one picture of it. I don't you have didn't? A, no, I don't have a single picture of it. I loved it so much. I've never had my hair done like that. And I have no record and that's awesome. It kind of is. Yeah. At first I was getting really sad when you said that, but really the whole point of life is beautiful. is kind of, like, we're able to recap it and make this into a time capsule right now. Mm-hmm. But the very idea of it is to just be present and, you know, get in the pocket. Yeah, have those actual memories instead of having to look at my Instagram to remember what I did. I have real memories that are stored in my cerebellum, like in the gray matter, not on my phone. There are a couple moments I remember where I almost pulled out my phone to take a picture. And I realized that if I take a picture of this, mm. it will immediately lose all significance. Huh. 
it's kind of like if I write down certain ideas, yeah. I'll never go back to those ideas. Like I've got to keep them up in my brain so that they can continue to be in my brain. Oh. Otherwise they'll fall right out and I'll never see them again. Oh, weird. Because I I was thinking like it, it's so great to have written things down because as David Crosby told us, Joni Mitchell told him, write it down or it didn't happen. And we actually did take some notes of some like totally ridiculous like high ideas that we had when we were like running around on mushrooms and or Molly about like, you know, I like I had a whole bit about like household furniture comedy that I was like, well, you know, it's a garlic oppressor, am I right, ladies? Like <laughs> <laughs> that like in the moment was so fun. And I'm I'm glad we wrote it down because you know I have too. Your feminist to- what is it? A your a feminist um, feminist household comedy. Ha- feminist household comedy. Like, get yourself a lamp, ladies. Or I can't even. remember. You don't need a lamp. There. Wait, hold on. I did I write it down. Do you want me to read it? No, it's. I didn't even. It's not even worth going back to. But Please. I was going to say no, no. I don't want to go into that part so much. But like, well, some of the things that we did write down were super because we did find some of the memory stuff and the photography stuff a little weird, and especially when you're thinking about it when you're trying to make those memories that are going to stay with you, but that memory is branded by a company, like you're at an activation and you're going down this fun slide or you're playing flaming skee-ball, but it's jack-in-the-box. It just feels like, oh, they've stolen the best parts for me of some something like Burning Man where these activations and these installations are brought by artists to really like brighten everyone's life and experience. They're not branded, of course, when they're at a place like that. But now the, these festivals have co-opted them and they're slapping a sticker on it and saying like, hashtag it, you know, Jack in the Box or Chalupa or whatever. And that... That to me, I felt robbed by those moments. Hundred percent. We waited in line to go play flamethrower ski ball, mm-hmm. where every time you make the ski ball into the hole, flames shoot all over the place. You can feel them uh, like almost singe your hair. They're so close. It's so fun. Yeah. But everybody we waited in line with immediately went over to a ball pit that said Jack in the Box all over it to take pictures and throw the balls in the air. Mm-hmm. And my first thought was, look at these dumb motherfuckers going over there to play in a jack-in-the-box ball pit like like how dare you but in reality i'm so judgmental because i hate corporations and i'm so like that but really like they're having a great time and they don't mind Mm. that it's branded like that it doesn't maybe it doesn't occur to them those companies and those corporations are stealing their images when they're posting and hashtagging them to then promote their brand so like there was a place called house of yes at the life is beautiful and they're um, a collective out of Brooklyn that I knew back when they started in like 2007 or 2008 they were just like aerialists hanging out in a loft doing like fucking crazy shit with silks and fire and they were invited to life is beautiful and their whole thing was one of my favorite things that we actually did they had like a late night set with a DJ where we went and there was everyone in cool costumes and no branding just fucking fun and magic and art and people sweaty bodies together but then like when we went into the Bacardi art motel it just felt so like, take your picture in front of this and hashtag it Bacardi and make sure that we know about it so that we can then use it to tell everyone how great our rum is. And I'm like, it just felt... Um, they suck your memories. It fucking skeeved me out. And it felt like, yeah, memory vampires, which is, yeah. What, that's that what was, it is. That was the conversation that we had. And I remember we looked at each other and we were like, whoa, that's nefarious. Brands are memory vampires. Yeah. It's fucking nefarious. I'm against it. 
walking into <laughs> last year at that Bacardi, last year at the Art Motel, it was a motel rented out, and each room was an installation by a different artist. That was two years ago. Two that years was ago, Meow Wolf, and they're a collective. They're an artist collective out of New Mexico. They're this year, amazing. they are fucking amazing. Yeah, and shout out Meow year, Wolf. Yeah, Meow Wolf are fucking great, and they have a permanent installation. I think in Albuquerque that I really want to go to. Then last year, it was kind of like big. I think there were large scale animals made out of um, that's right plastic, yes. and I'm not sure what it was, but it certainly didn't feel branded or like you needed to hashtag anything other than life is beautiful when you were in there. This year, it was the Bacardi Art Motel presented by Bacardi. And every room felt very like... It's Instagram photo ops. Yeah. It's like big bubble letters in pink Mm -hmm. with a shimmery background and a tub you can get in. And you can take a picture of yourself in that tub that, and then the bubbly letters say something like Vegas is Bay or some bullshit. And then it says Bacardi under it. It was, it was really, to me, it was like the difference between seeing like Ray Sremmerd, for instance, their whole set. Fucking awesome. Their energy was like crazy they were like really like kind of psychedelic trippy video and all that kind of stuff and they were like really bounce bouncing up but at one point they're like we're dropping a you know new track there's a single with drake and it was like this cross promotion and the track kind of sucked and we were all asked to like be on board for it even though i didn't really like it and it just felt kind of like i was being pressed into service to like be on board with something that I didn't really want to be on board with as opposed to Vampire Weekend where I just got floated up on this incredible music that was from another fucking dimension, honestly, with zero words and zero direction from them other than like feel what we're putting out. Damn. It felt really cool. And those differences between like Ray Remmerd's set and the Vampire Weekend set felt like the difference between a Meow Wolf or the House of Yes activation or installation and like the Bacardi Art Motel. You know? Fucking memory vampires. Yeah. It felt a little weird. And we were like pretty stoned. So like we got kind of deep down that rabbit hole. We did. But also people are smart. They know when you're selling them something. Yeah. And when you're walking around expecting great art, great music, and good vibes, and everywhere you turn is another branded opportunity to get likes on Instagram as long as they're involved with it, it's fucking disgusting. That said, though... Life is Beautiful is a fucking amazing thing because everyone who's there, you know, no matter whether you're holding a Bacardi cup or watching a set that's promoted by someone, the music and the art is still what comes through and the being together. Absolutely. You know? I don't want... I'm not saying that Life is Beautiful sucks. It's the best... I look forward to it every year. Mm -hmm. I am saying when something gets monetized to the point of cutting down on the amount of artists who are involved in getting to showcase their work and amplifying the amount of branding everywhere and those being the opportunities for you to create memories, I have a huge problem with that. Well, yeah. It was... It it felt like... (laughs) Like, for, for instance, we at one point walked past a place where last year there had been a gallery full of artists where you could just walk in and see like that's where I discovered Casey Weldon who I have a a print from now the Meowawana the cat that's made out of weed print it's incredible amazing artist what's her name Casey Weldon okay I'm not sure if Casey is a I'm not sure if Casey is a he or she or but when we drop pictures for this app we'll we'll include that pic yeah it's very cool um and we went in there and like just found all these different artists in this cool gallery space and had conversations with people so this year that space was you had to get in line and wait for an activation that was run by the Sierra Club that was called the Forest Bath. And we, the first time we went in, there was like a half hour wait. So we just turned around and walked right out again. The second time we went in, we beeped our wrist, we scanned our wristbands and then kind of stood there for a minute. And then we were like, wait, what is this? And one of the volunteers or docents was like, it's like you could, you'll experience a forest. And we were like, I, I could. 
well, I can go to a, a forest. I don't want to stand in line at a festival to see what a forest looks like. That is so depressing. And also, what are all these people doing in line for this thing? It just it just blew my mind. It like it depressed me so fundamentally. And I just thought about my father so much in that moment. It was like you know, it just felt like um, you've. Do you know the book Brave New World? Yes. So Brave New World, there, there's this the future in which everyone just goes to the feelies so to experience real life because humans are actually born in bottles. They're not parented anymore. And it's this whole future of like people who are super disconnected and they're taking this drug called Soma all the time, which basically keeps them numb from feelings. And they go to these movies called The Feelies where you hold um, kind of like receptors that will make your body feel things and they'll pump in smells and stuff. Like they're basically just keeping you on ice as a human. And then these people kind of escape and they go out into the real world and they see what's on this quote unquote reservation where these like wild humans exist. It just made me think of that. Like we were being funneled into this experience where people were being like, kind of like come and look at what a forest could look like as opposed to go and see a real forest. Yeah. It just made me crazy, and it, it really was, bummed me out. It was fucking bumming. Yeah. Yeah, a half hour to go see what a forest is like. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. No. No. You want to go to positive tips? Sure. Let's go positive tips. Okay. The other uh, music that I loved was Zed. Yeah. You didn't like Zed? Again. Like there, there was just this level of like real versus artifice and musicianship versus technology. And that was another example of, you know, watching seven musicians jam in a way that felt like I was uh, connected to something that was much bigger than I was. And then seeing a guy on a spinning rig with the most impressive visuals that I've ever seen and a laptop. Right. But I see what I love about that laptop is that that lap that laptop commanded all of us to move on a cellular level. Like none of us could help but move our bodies to that laptop music. It was so deep inside us. Like whatever the math and chemistry is of Zed's type of music, it is just universal, undeniable. Make your body move music and okay. i think that is like so beautiful and i loved his visuals as well i did call it the best screensaver i've ever seen in my life yes that that got a good laugh from the crowd that yeah, felt good it was good it was good i <laughs> but, laughed pretty hard and that's why i love zed is just because the same reason vampire weekend yes it's musicians who are all filling in their own pockets on stage live right in front of you but i think the outcome is the same the outcome is not a connectivity for not for me at oh, all i am so against what you're saying right now Fuck Zed. He is one dude with a laptop and a giant light show and fire and confetti and streamers. And like, yeah, I'll dance around for that. But I'm at Life is Beautiful for things like Oliver Tree and House of Yes and Vampire Weekend. And like any of the artists who um, truly believe in what they're doing. And I feel like Zed is like smart. You know what I mean? He is smart. I feel like Zed's smart and he knows exactly like the spectacle that he's putting on. But like... I don't know that I heard anything from him. I heard everyone else's music. He played Queen and he played Halsey and he played Whitney Houston and all these hits. Like, yeah, it totally had me moving at one point. Like I took my backpack off and jumped around and it felt fucking great. But like, 
Oliver Tree had tears in my eyes because he was like, no matter what you think or what you feel, like no matter how ugly you feel or, you know, how down you are on yourself, remember that you're fucking beautiful and that's why we're all here together. And I believed that. Also, if you don't know Oliver Tree, please follow him. He's very fun and weird. At Oliver Tree on Instagram. He was, he was the find of the weekend. We were both oh like, we God. have to see him and see if he's as good live as we think we've heard he is. And he's 10 times better. I'm so glad you led us there because I had never heard of him. And you were like, I think he's pretty weird. We should check him out. And it was amazing. He was so fun and fucking weird and cool and and like impassioned and theatrical I think was my favorite part about it like with weird costume changes and stuff and then Vampire Weekend was they were just like virtuosos that was just virtuosity yeah you know absolutely yeah um, a couple other tips and tricks if you want to go to a music festival like this we have a couple good ideas that uh-huh. I wanted to share okay uh, one is don't pay full price for any drinks ever <laughs> in your fucking life never pay full price never give them anything bring a bunch of cash go up to the bartender so if you got a double tito's and soda or a double bacardi and coke mm-hmm. each of those was 24 bucks because every drink was 12 so if you got two doubles that's 48 dollars, right yeah it was, it was crazy absolutely not so you just go up to the bartender order all of that and then while they're making it go hey i'll just drop a 20 in your tip jar and we can call it even huh and every single one of them is like yeah of course yeah what what money do i want to give to tito's i don't give a fuck about tito's i'm here to make money for myself and so all weekend we're just like doing the same thing it's like i'll just leave money in your tip jar and they're like good i won't ring you up never pay full price for a drink at a festival you're bold you think it's bold? Yeah, I think it's really bold. Oh, I think it's what one of the things that like why I love barter system so much. Yeah, I know that they were absolutely like every time they were like, "Are you a bartender?" and you were like, "Yeah, I've totally bartended." And they were like, "Well, we get it. Yeah, of course, that makes sense." Yeah, yeah, do yeah. it. It was just out of my comfort zone to ask something like that. Absolutely, because if they say no, oh you look God. like a. I feel sick. Mm. I feel sick at the thought. Yeah. yeah, that's my weird Canadian. I'm like, nope, can't ask, can't even ask. Oh, I just walk away. Yeah. Because it's like, I'll find someone who will. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spend $48 plus tip. Like, why are you working for the man so hard? Yep. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah, I think that. Also, I would love to give a shout out to uh, Joey Posney. I'd love to give a shout out to Samin. I'd love to give a shout out to, uh, is it Cookie? Yep. To Cookie. Mm-hmm. I'd love to give a shout out to everybody who... Aldo. Aldo. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody who works the Cannabis Cups, who also works Life is Beautiful. They're just great people who every time I see him, they light up my life. They know what the hell they're doing and they know how to put together a banging fucking event. And also names shall go unnamed, but uh, we tasted two. Uh, one was a blueberry strain from Oklahoma and we also tasted uh, lemon kush from Michigan while we were in Vegas that blew my fucking socks off. That blueberry was one of the most delicious things I've ever had. It's the most amazing thing I've smoked all year. I think I fucking love blueberry no matter what. Honestly, like we had some blueberry in Alaska that was so delicious. And I never think to look for it. You know, I always look for like kind of like tangies and gelato. And, you know, if they have sour diesel, I'll usually go for that. But like blueberry, fucking blueberry, blueberry haze, blueberry dream, blueberry kush. I just had a blackberry kush that was really good too. I think those berries straight, but blueberry, it was just like, it tasted like a fresh bowl of blueberries with the awesome earth tones of like a really good cannabis yum fucking delicious fucking yeah and the high was amazing it kicked it activated everything yeah i was i was like waiting for the molly to kick in waiting for the shrooms to kick in take a huge rip of delicious blueberry you know my favorite moment when the mushrooms really kicked in and i knew that they were absolutely working in there was when we had just showed up at vampire weekend 
and we were kind of like moving up through the crowd and all of a sudden this guy comes through the crowd and he's like got something under his shirt and he's like making his way towards us real fast and then this other like security guard kind of comes towards us and kind of cuts him off and the guy like stopped and was like and made this kind of oops face and then the security guard walked past him and then as he walked past us we could see that he had a balloon under his shirt (laughs) and he had like there were balloons that were being thrown around in the crowd that had like these lights in them so that everyone could like toss them and bounce them around and have a good time together. And he'd like gotten his hands on one and stuffed it under his shirt and he was like making off with it like yeah. a balloon thief. And it was like, and we both, we looked at him and we looked at each other and we laughed so hard I almost fell down. It was, I was like, everything's working. All the mushrooms are working. This just feels so fucking ridiculous. Why is he, st- where is he going? Yeah. With that balloon. Oh, yeah, because that was his face turned white as if he got caught with that balloon yeah. under his shirt. And they're like, oh, I'm I'm going to the clink. You're busted. <laughs> he was he was so like he had this weird like sheepish. It was just so crazy. And I was like, what are you are you going to a van that you're filling up with balloons to like <laughs> go to a balloon pawn shop or something? Like, what are you doing, He's dude? He's just hoarding. He, he bought tickets to the festival yeah. to run in, fill his van with balloons yeah. and then take off. I just wanted to say like, you can have that balloon, you know, <laughs> it's probably fine. He's like, what balloon? <laughs> What balloon? <laughs> that was the best, best, best. Oh, man. I wonder if that's a you had to be there or not for everyone listening. I don't I'm care. Sure. I think that's I so funny. It was fucking awesome. A balloon theft. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. Um, I mean, this has been kind of the recap of Life is Beautiful, right? Is there anything more? No, I mean, there's so much to say and there are so many things to think of that, I don't know, I just... It's my brain is swimming. My eyes feel like goldfish in a tank. I am still like, I'm not, um, I don't feel like that kind of like cracked out feeling that you get when you come back from a festival, but I definitely feel fragmented in a sense because like part of me is still there. I'm landing here. I'm excited about everything that's going on in the next, you know, week or so. Yeah, we have some cool interviews. Yeah, there's just so much happening and I feel a little um, scattered, but I feel also like really grateful and happy to have had that time you know, with you in Las Vegas. Thanks, Mary Jane. Yeah. Could I put a little bow on this section sure. of it? For me, I was really looking forward to sharing all of this with you and sharing it on the pod because now, even if everyone's like, I couldn't listen to this, you were there, I wasn't. Um, if everybody has the opportunity, whether it's a music festival or camping, just I just wish, I just want everyone to be able to have their people in their life that they get to go do something with for two or three days and just get lost in each other's company and f- feel really refreshed when they come back. And I feel very thankful to be able to do a podcast with you where whether people understand or can enjoy what we're talking about right now or not, I have a time capsule that I can listen to for the rest of my life about what we got to experience and that is so beautiful to me yeah that is fucking beautiful cheers cheers tink tink would you like to do some news very quickly before buds of the week and we say goodbye well first i actually want to shout out another podcast and say that great moments in weed history is um talk about memories making memories yeah so um we just want to shout them out because uh, Great Moments in Weed History just launched their second season. Their first episode was about Barack Obama. Um, and they're a weekly podcast. They're, uh, it's David Bienenstock and Abdullah Saeed co-hosting. And they delve deep into humanity's 10,000-plus-year relationship with cannabis to find the humor, heart, and historical importance of uh, of weed. 
And they just like, they get high. They highlight a new culture hero every episode. They've talked about the night Willie Nelson smoked a joint um, on the roof of the White House. They talked about Maya Angelou. They've talked about Carl Sagan and how weed fueled his scientific epiphanies. And they've talked about how Jesus performed healing miracles by infusing THC into his holy anointing oil. It's just fascinating. And they're so knowledgeable and so fun together. Uh, it's a great podcast, so check them out. Great Moments in Weed History, available everywhere you get your pods. Gotta listen to them. Yeah. Good people. Good people. Great to smoke with. Fun, fun, fun. Fun hang. It's a fun hang. Magical butter. Magical butter. How much fun is that? Magical butter is the best machine for making all of your edibles at home. Let me ask you three questions. Okay. Can I make infused chocolates? Yes. Gummies? Yes. Tinctures? Yes. Oils? Yes. Butter? That was five. and yes and you can buy magical ghee from magicalbutter.com and that's Whole30 approved and compliant so you can infuse your own ghee and then still be on your Whole30 diet ooh that sounds I'm actually thinking about doing Whole30 again well you should get your magical butter machine and get that ghee going get that ghee going get that ghee going magicalbutter.com use promo code weed and grub at checkout for 20% off and check out their Instagram because it is the sexiest food pics I've ever seen so go to at magicalbutter and peep it follow it like it fave it comment (laughs) lick it like it love it they're good vibes all day good people doing good things magicalbutter.com use the promo code weed and grub at checkout give them a follow and make your own edibles at home man why what goes into them and it'll feel so good yeah that should be their tagline yeah magical butter (laughs) you know what goes into it and then you feel good (laughs) (laughs) magicalbutter.com promo code weed and grub at checkout will get you 20 percent off hey did i tell you i wrote down everything from Life is Beautiful and My Gold Leaf. Oh my God, you did? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. I just wanted to share that too. Yeah. Is that cool with you? It's great. I take mine everywhere I go. I was just at Females to the Front. and What is Females to the Front? Uh, Females to the Front is a retreat run by uh, The Initiative, which is a female-led accelerator for women in the cannabis industry. And you were invited yeah. to be one of the select few people who got to go to this exclusive, exclusive well, entrepreneurial retreat. I was one of 300 women there. so There's it was a like lot a of people in the fucking, world, 308. It was a very cool retreat in Palm Springs. I felt really lucky to be there. And I had my gold leaf journal and I wrote down my dreams in there. And I wrote down all kinds of notes about the tasting, the new strains, some of the new products that I got that I will definitely talk about on my um, IG story. There were some really cool things that I encountered. So yeah, I use my gold leaf all the time. It's nice. Yeah, it's I like great. the size. The size is really winning me over. Yeah. It. it fits perfectly in my pocket. And that means I can carry it around instead of think about carrying it around. I actually do. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty fucking nice. I love their stuff. You yeah. can check them out at shopgoldleaf.com or follow them on IG at goldleaf minus the O. How do you say it then? Goldleaf. <laughs> goldleaf. <laughs> um, what's the news this week? We've got, it's actually a beautiful week. Yeah. Holy shit. You know, when things line up, you just got to keep, what's the saying with that? Swimming. When, I don't know. Sure. When things line up, you got to keep swimming. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. What is the news this week? Because it's a whole week. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is that it's National Expungement Week. So National Expungement Week is a week of events across the U.S. that offers um, 
legal relief and expungement to the 77 million Americans with criminal records. So it's 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 an effort to reach out to those people who have restricted access to things like housing, employment, education, public assistance, all that kind of stuff that's impacted when you have a criminal record. National Expungement Week is offering events that will hopefully be able to restore some of those people's rights and um, affect you know the communities that have you know the the biggest issues with that, which are often communities of color and um, low Seth, income yeah and Seth Rogen yeah uh, fellow Canadian shout out to Seth Rogen who is working with um, the National Expungement Week to bring attention to everything that's going on he has a cannabis brand called Houseplant and so he's really invested in giving back to the cannabis community obviously he loves weed and um, yeah so Seth Rogen is one of the people working with National Expungement Week to bring awareness to everything that's going on also our friend Christina Bucola attorney in New York City is another person who's just been working tirelessly to help folks you know get access to um, legal assistance and advice to get your record expunged if it's available to you where you are so check out offtherecord.us for more information about National Expungement Week and the participating organizations are listed on there there's 421 for all is the one that we know the best absolutely cage free mm-hmm. CB Council Yo. Uh, yeah and then also obviously you know places like uh, Rock the Vote and We Baked and the Youth Justice Coalition all, all sorts of places working with um, National Expungement Week to yeah help folks out it's so great if you want to go to Seth Rogan's Instagram too he does the breakdown of everything that we just talked about as well so if you can't remember all the places we just talked about just go to seth rogan's instagram and watch his video yeah i would also like to say i'm so excited that this is happening and it's a full week because as cannabis becomes federally legal and as more and more people fight for expungement like it's so great to set this tone now and plant it firmly so that one day it does become tradition yeah because the only way to to have a tradition is to actually start it yeah and this needs to become a tradition yeah there's absolutely no reason that anyone should be in prison for a plant that people are currently profiting off of. So absolutely. National Expungement Week, it's September 21st. It's all week long through the 28th. And um, there are services like voter registration and health screenings to employment workshops and legal aid going on across the country. And yeah, Seth Rogen's PSA is great. It is. That's a hashtag I can get behind. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I can get behind Jack in the Box right now, but I can get behind National Expungement Week as a hashtag. Fuck yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's the kind of thing we need to support and call out. And if fucking Jack in the Box or Bacardi or any of those brands were giving to something like this, then that is also something that I would hashtag and shout out. So just call out to those brands. Like if you get on board with with supporting certain causes, I will happily put you on my fucking Instagram story and or feed, please. 100%. Put your fucking money where your mouth is and don't steal my goddamn memories. Boom! <laughs> Damn right, Mary Jane. Hell yeah. Restorative justice policy, shout out. <laughs> That's important. Fuck yes. Yeah. You want to get to our buds of the week? Yeah, I think we should get to our buds of the week because you have a fucking show tonight, Mike. I, I can't know. believe this. We hit the ground running and you're already like... Ba-doom, bing, well, hopefully we're going to be doing a lot more glazed all over the country soon. Yeah. Hope so. Keep your ears and eyes peeled. I'm going to knock on some wood. Okay. Oh, oh, oh no, you made shit. the fucking dog bark. And I made the dog bark. Great. Okay. It's he, okay, Archie. <laughs> Archie hates luck. Is Archie that what it is? Archie hates people who oh. knock on the door. Oh, I thought he's like anti-luck. <laughs> no, and he's pro-luck. If Look people knock on the door, if you have a horseshoe, he flips out. Four-leaf no. clovers, he's triggered. He's pro-luck. Look at his ears. He looks like a luck dragon. <laughs> 
<laughs> he just doesn't like being scared, Mike. God. Okay. Oh, Archie, it's okay. Archie, buddy. dude. Come here. Oh, yeah. you know what? Shout out to a dog who protects. Yeah, he's he, mad protector. Anybody who springs up in the face of what is not even seeable danger and is like, this is my house. I got to respect that. It's me, buddy. He's worried about me. Hi. Okay, you're okay. It's all right. <laughs> this is a good way to get into Buds of the Week. It Can is. I go first? Yeah. Because my Bud of the Week is actually Charlotte, who looks after Archie and uh, Bobo the cat when I'm not around sometimes, but she's also just the best fucking friend. She's like the fucking coolest. She's the most talented singer. She's an incredible artist. She's the truest of heart. She smokes hella weed. She teaches me how to be a better person, and I love her so much. And uh, she's at Chartown, C-H-A-R-T-O-W-N. Um, she's just a fucking great person. And um, she took care of Archie Moo and Bobo-san when uh, we were... <laughs> now Archie's drinking water. <laughs> so loud here all of a sudden. Um, but anyway, yeah, she's she's just a great great human who makes my life infinitely better and so um she also makes life beautiful damn right yeah my butt of the week this week is at shoot people underscore caitlin uh she is an amazingly talented photographer videographer editor a huge heart kind soul follow her check out her photos at shoot people underscore she shot abdullah before Mm -hmm. speaking of great moments in weed history she has some great photos of us that we've posted and shared on our website i think the reason i wanted her to be the butt of the week for me this week is because we all went to hall of flowers which is a huge cannabis expo um that was created by green street agency if you haven't listened to our episode with rama yet please check it out it's all about art and it's all about entrepreneurship it's always a risk when you go with someone new on the road for seven hours, share a hotel with them, go around working with them, go back to the hotel and sleep in the same room as them, and then drive back. It's always such a fucking risk to like do that level up with anybody. Mm-hmm. And she is the best hang in the world. Mm-hmm. She did nothing but make me laugh and smile and make me feel good on camera. And we just had a great time, and I couldn't think of a better way to get to know someone better than to be on the road with them she's the fucking best like i think she she just knows how to turn everything into capturing like the sort of like the perfect moment of joy and she also like there was one night when archie stop it there was one night when uh she had decided to stay back because she was editing and and um working on video and stuff and you and i had gone to uh like meet some people and we got back kind of late and she was asleep and she like woke up as we came in and we all like sat up and like giggled and ate popcorn at like three in the morning and talked about ridiculous things and that was so fun because it felt like a sleepover from like college days yeah exactly loved it she was so fun those are good buds of the week. Yeah. I'm feeling so fucking happy this week, Mary Jane. You deserve to be happy, Mike. You're a really good person. Thank you. You deserve to be happy. Thank you. I am happy. Damn. Yeah. That's really nice. It is really nice. Thank you to everybody listening. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for writing to us. This is like getting real sappy at the end, huh? No, I, don't I don't know. I'm just so. feeling thankful. Don't get weird about being vulnerable. We just listened to Brene Brown and about how vulnerability is actually strength on the podcast on the way down from Santa Rosa and I truly believe that like the person who is daring greatly the person who is in the arena who's covered in blood and sweat who is the one who is vulnerable is the strongest and not the one sitting on the sidelines with their minds arms folded so that's the way to end this goddamn podcast being vulnerable is being strong it's okay you're the best (laughs) you're the best bye everybody bye